Previously on Short Quest Long Rest Good Vibrations. You can pay for the seat, but you'll only need the edge. I don't need therapy, and she's gonna say that, and like, not even really thinking about it, it's just gonna open the nearest door. He's gonna toss the amulet to Scree. You hear, and then as you toss it, he comes in the door and he goes, ah! Catches it. Don't eat it, don't eat it. It'll make you hide better. Oh shit, there's another door. Should we go check on them, or should we just like, like a quick peek? We'll let Sadoon open this one, because I have a feeling uh, there's people behind it. For Dax Phallus! For the Aeon Throne! And... Roll initiative. Oris, combat tracking. Who are you shooting at? Uh, shooting at uh, the big lady. Okay. Oh, we gotta put that on there too. So, uh, take your shot. You guys ain't hurt her yet. Minus her cover, so 14. Uh, because now that she's locked up with uh, Eddie, Ooh, she doesn't okay. get that cover anymore. Yeah, because she's not she's not like crouching down anymore. She's standing up. More than half of her is completely uh, view or able to be seen. So, but. Unfortunately, that's still not enough. Doesn't hit, huh? For EAC? Uh, oh, eighteen yeah. hits? Yeah. Oh, it's an eighteen. Got a plus, oh, you just plus hit that. Sorry. My apologies. I didn't catch that plus one. So that is exactly oh. enough. And that's and that's EAC. Yep. Right. Oh shit! Then you definitely oh. hit. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So give me that damage plus the overcharge. My apologies. Absolutely hit that one. <laughs> oh. Nice. Oh. Give me that overcharge damage too. So thirteen. Sweet. And I'm ducking okay. right back behind the wall. Okay. So, yeah, you uh, you get a clean hit. It hits the armor. You see it It definitely takes, like, a, a blast, but it's, it's and there's a scorch mark on her chest now. But uh, but she seems to be still in it. It hit her, but you're not seeing any flinching as far as that goes. Ginger. What's Ginger up to? So I think Ginger, seeing the two of them run in, is going to creep up to the door. And mm-hmm. peek in. Mm-hmm. And from this angle, I can't see them, so I think... I would say you can lean around. Like, So if you want to do this okay. real fast and just move in. Oh, God. Uh, she kind of looks at the door like she's tempted to close it. <laughs> <laughs> and stops herself. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Hey, bitch. And she's going to call out the uh, tall one there, uh, which she can only assume is Sharu. Uh, I would just lay down and give up now because that's not the only thing you're going to be blasted with. Hmm. And then kind of like catches herself. And I don't mean it like that. <laughs> right? Right, Oris? <laughs> right, Sadoon? You're like, you're strapped, right? After what we heard earlier, <laughs> we're not going to judge. That's understandable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> Okay, give that dispiriting taunt and give me that imitimidate roll. Yep. Yep. I love it. I believe in you. I only rolled a nine. I meant her I meant the guns, guys. Like so, so mm-hmm. immature. <laughs> okay. Does an eighteen succeed? Uh eighteen and that is uh Fifteen plus one and a half the opponent CR. One and a half opponent CR. You might want to write that down in your ability. But that is a good. That is a good suggestion. Yeah. No, it's fine. And I should remember it, like, because we've done it enough that I mean, you do it on every combat. I just, I just always forget because <laughs> it's not in there. It says that it's this thing, which is the DC of this thing, and then it doesn't tell what that thing is. So that's what throws me off every time. Is it's like. It says, it's the same as if you did Demoralize, so use that DC, or, yeah, DC. 
Like, gee, thanks. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of stuff in this in this little, which I I can't there complain. The the module thing is fucking fantastic, but like there is a lot of that where it's like, you know what? Could see this one for that, and it's like, come on, really? Like you couldn't just write it again. So in this case, unfortunately, it plus one half the enemy CR. One second. One and a half times CR. One and a half. Okay, I wrote it wrong then. Okay, cool. Because if it's if it's half. You did it, but if it's one and a half, then you you failed. Mm. So that makes it off target. If if they fail, the target enemy's off target until next turn. Um, if they succeed instead, they're shaken. So I can do shaken, which they take a negative two penalty to all attack rolls, saving throws, uh, ability checks, and have the shaken condition. Cool. Yep. Uh, and then as soon mm -hmm. as I'm done there, I'm going to step back into the hallway. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's not a lost cause yet, but just in case. And she does a quick glance to the door. Yeah. Not shutting the door yet. Yeah. I, I I didn't say yet. Did I say yet? Did I, I say yet? Maybe. While he's saying that, Scree is pulling out uh, the tack lash. Nice. And he's going to sprint forward on his turn. Okay. It is your turn now, unless uh, Ginger's got something more, so. Nope, that's me. All right. Sprinting forward. When he gets to 10 feet of the chair, he's going to use the tack lash to try and vault himself like forward and over it a bit to bite Sharu. Oh sweet. So like uh like using it like an Indiana Jones whip like swing thing? Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> So are you like whipping onto something to like go over the chair or are you whipping Sharu to pull yourself to the chair, like through over the chair? Either way is fine. I was uh, gonna say it's it's I just want to get the flavor of it. I don't know if there's anything above it, so he's just going for whatever's like straight ahead. Gotcha. Okay. Straight ahead and just above the chair to pull himself over it. That's perfectly fine. I'd say there's like an old like light that's destroyed type thing half hanging down. So yeah, as you come running up, you uh you whip out and grab it and kind of swing from the chair like onto the the arm of the chair right onto right next to Sharu and make your attack. I love it. Yeah. And like gonna go for that arm. Go for it. Give me that entropic strike. Come on, Scree. Come on, Scree. Nope. Unfortunately, a 15 does not hit. No. Um, yeah, because they don't get a negative to AC. And even so, I don't think that would hit. <laughs> they pulled their arm back just in time to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you sniveling little creatures. <laughs> so, on to Eddie. So I'd like to lobby for a... Uh... A different skill check for this trick attack. Okay. Lobby away. Well, I guess it could be considered bluff. But I want to lobby for sleight of hand, because what I want to do is act like he's going to slash Sharu. Mm -hmm. But really, he's chucking that knife at the dude behind her. Okay, so here's the thing. Normally, if you do a ranged attack in front of a combatant that has a, uh, a melee weapon out... That's considered a attack of opportunity. But if you make the trick attack, and then I'll let you make your decision afterwards, if you can make the trick attack so they're confused and think that you're attacking them and defend themselves, then I'll let you make the attack without uh, taking the hit. So go ahead and give me that trick attack and let's see what happens. And if you fail the trick attack, then you can make your decision if you still want to take the throw the knife and take the attack of opportunity, or if you just want to switch up and go to Sharu because you didn't fool her. Can I use sleight of hand? Yes, you can. That's a 27. Yep. I. What is that? It's the DC 20 plus the CR? Yep. Yep, that is that is still enough. Okay. Close, but still enough. Huh? <laughs> so they are flat-footed? Yes, they are. Uh, 20? Uh, dirty 20 definitely hits. For six damage? Mm okay, so that is for the Aeon Cadet? Yeah. Okay. Does this knife stick into them? Huh. Yeah, yeah, sure. If that's if that that works for me, he's going to use a swift action to initiate the called fusion on his knife <laughs> and return it to his hand. I fucking love it. Yes, that absolutely works. Okay, that's fucking sweet. That is fucking sweet. I love it. Oh man, that is so fucking badass. That is so cool. <laughs> Which is, you know what? I've never. I, I the thing is, is I've never watched anybody actually do that in the path in the Starfinder games I've seen. But that is the first thing that popped into my head with called. 
like the first idea for a fucking using a called weapon was someone who threw knives and fucking teleported them back to themselves and i love that i love that that's the first thing you fucking did with it so <laughs> awesome fucking awesome that is too cool <laughs> yeah so i think he'll just smile smile to himself like hey that actually worked yeah <laughs> it worked well i love it and Charu is very upset now because they feel bamboozled. Like they were... Because he's out here styling on them. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It's like they were like... They like went to... As you went to like kind of swing, they like went to block themselves and then all of a sudden like... The dude behind her is like, ow! Yeah, ex exactly. And then all of a sudden you're just kind of smiling with the knife back in your hand. It's like, oh, I bet you think you're pretty clever. Yeah, kind of. Which brings it to that Aeon Guard, and as much as they want to <laughs> shoot at you now... That's exactly um, why I did it. Because she told them not to <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, literally, like, 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 grit their teeth and, like, point their gun at you and then shift over and, uh, and take another shot at, uh, D4. One and two will be Sadoon. Three and four will be Scree. Sadoon. Okay. Hit me. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Oh. Let's see, a reaction, adjust the ally attack. You can grant an ally a plus two circumstance AC bonus. So, Scree is activating the bodyguard uh, feat. Yep. I love it. He sees them shift their gaze to Sudun and he's like, ah. Don't think it's going to be enough, though. Well, Sudun, technically, based on how they're situated, does get a circumstance bonus. So, that would be minus four. Or a cover bonus, so they'd be minus four plus minus two, so that would take them down to sixteen. If I get a plus two hit. bonus to my AC, my AC is seventeen right now. Your energy AC? That's the pacification. Or is That's pacification K. Pacification K. rifles are KAC. They're just like they're just rifles. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, then that uh, that does not hit. So yeah, fucking. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, as as they fire, Scree, how does Scree intercept this attack, or do they push Sadoon out of the way? How does that work? Like how how do you see it playing out? Does the chair rotate? Yes, it does. That's fantastic. <laughs> He's gonna like like shift his weight, yeah, and make the chair like intervene. That is funny. I see you just spinning it, just fucking like smacking it, and it's like like spins real fast. Or you, sh oh, you shift your weight because you're standing on it. Okay, I get it, yeah. So yep. you, like, twist yourself a little bit, and the back of the chair kind of moves and blocks the shot. I fucking love it. That is so much fun. <laughs> like, and then chair. the chair, like, spins because of the energy. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he's just kind of spinning in place, like, fucking gremlin style. Screams out like, there chair surfing. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. It's too much fun. Okay, moving on. Sadoon, what are they up to? Well, they made a mistake. I'm going at them with their trident. Oh, because I got okay. that reach. Let's... I love it. I'm just going to take one. Oh, come on. Go ahead. Take as many as you want, bud. Now, Unfortunately, yeah, you come around that console there, staying out of reach of Charu, smart, and reach out with that trident and try to stab at them. And uh, they, like, panicky, kind of, like, stumble back as you come charging at them. They are, they are scared, which brings us back to Sharu, and Sharu is not happy with Eddie. She's been shot now. She's been made to look like a fool, and she will not look like a fool. <laughs> or maybe she will. She does. <laughs> you so. don't need to, uh, scree. Oh, yeah. cool. Yay. Uh, my, uh, is it KAC? Ah, uh, yes, that'd be KAC. Yeah, my KAC is 18. That is awesome. Almost every, other than I think energy goes are like the only, one of the only EAC melee weapons. I might be full of shit. That might not be right at all. But uh, I know there's not a lot of EAC energy weapons or melee weapons. This time he's just going to straight duck it. I love it. Swing over and yeah. Yeah, damn, that's so, that's so good. And yeah, you you feel as if like you're just in tune with the fucking like almost like with the universe as the fucking she's just like swinging at you, and you got that good vibration. What can I say? That's right. I love it. So yeah, uh, she's like, hold still. Uh, which takes us to Oris. 
Oris, what you up to? Well, she's still pissed off trying to hit Eddie, so he's gonna use every opportunity he can to shoot at her. Smart. Yeah, that's a nine. Woof. That is a nine. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, that does not hit. Uh, it goes wide and smacks against the consoles behind you all, or behind all of them. And that is no bueno. You doing anything else? Mm, nope. Kidoki, which brings us back around to Ginger. Ginger, what you doing? Ginger! Get him. I think she's going to poke her head in. And seeing that one Aeon guard standing behind Sharu there, mm-hmm. uh, she is going to now shout out at them. Hey, you might as well, like, just quit your job. You know, if you lay down and pretend to be dead, we'll totally play along. And I'm going to dispiriting taunt them. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, give me that uh, intimidation roll. Oh, oh Eddie God. No, yeah. they're loyal to a fault. Yeah, exactly. You hit him and he's like, like, for, for the Aeon Throne, for Dax Vallis. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, some people are so brainless. And she's going to step back out of sight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Which, I love Ginger. I know. It's just so much fun. She peeks and yells shit and then disappears again. Which, it's it, the fun part is, is it's not like your character's useless by any means. This has helped a lot in a lot of these fights. Like, it's like, even though she's a pacifist, she's still totally, like, kicking ass and in a good good respect to the fight so oh, anyways yeah so that person is shaken uh, oh I yes failed. shaken that's right still gets all the negative twos that's right sh- damn sh- okay sh- shaken. Sh- uh which is perfect okay scree go ahead and uh what are you up to you little psychopath uh well the the chair is slowing down and scree's like uh, 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 i'm gonna try and bite Sharu as yes. he's like spinning around Swings on the around chair. Him. Like keeps like snapping at her as he goes around every time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I believe it's a it's a merry-go-round yeah, of teeth. Just uh, our rolls have to get attack. better at some point. Yeah, I'd say it's uh, you guys. Your stuff's your your shit's gonna turn around. Oh there. my god. Or not. <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, Scree is just too dizzy and like and like snaps out at her and just kind of comes up shy. <laughs> But she is focused on Eddie. Which, is that all you're doing? Just taking the snap? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can He's dig. just spinning around. I love it. Okay, Eddie, what you got? Not sure what I would roll in this case to be able to trick attack. Okay. Let's say I you have already lobbied for sleight of hand, so I'm fine with that. Um, or if you want to bluff, or if you want to... Can I do sleight of hand to do one of those like fake attacks, and then he drops it to the other hand and stabs? Oh, Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Give it to me. Hell yeah. Go Black Widow on their ass. Absolutely. And say the cooler it is, the easier you can lobby for stuff like that. 25. 25 absolutely works. Really fucking close. Like, you just made it. But <laughs> made it. Okay, so they are uh, flat-footed against the attack. Flat-footed against the attack. Okay, here we go. Let's see if, uh, if we can hit one. Huh? Okay. 20. 20 works. KAC. Yep, unsay. So that's that hits. Normal. So 7 plus a D8. Shitty on the D8, but still. 8 damage, I'll take it. Yep. He's really uh he's really in there going toe-to-toe. Yeah, he is. I am that is it is very cool that uh <laughs> he is pulling this off. I really like it. With a katana there. Yeah, exactly. Fighting a fucking a lieutenant in full armor galleon with a badass, like, glowing... You see these glyphs kind of down the end of the katana, but you are totally just fucking handling it like a G. <laughs> with this sidekick spinning in the chair next to him. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, but that's me. That is you. Okay, which brings us to the top of the round with the Aeon Guard. They are going to turn and fire at Sadoon, because now they are very scared, but they think they have the distance, but they do not. So, Sadoon, you will get a uh, attack of opportunity. Ah. 
Oh, for fuck's sake, It dude. lingered oh, on the 20. Oh, it was so close to the 20. Oh, now you're going to get landed on a... Yeah, then Ow! Hovered on an 18, and then... Or hundred out, hovered on a 2, and then went to an 18. Ah, not so bad. One damage. <laughs> I f yeah, I forgot they're not that good at <coughs> range. Yeah. So, yeah, when you... But when you fire... They uh, like you. You they go to fire at you and think like, oh, maybe I'm safe because they kind of stumble back a little bit. And then, but as they go to fire, you lunge out at them and like ah, they like kind of like move out of the way and fire off at the hip, and it just just nicks you. So that brings it to your turn. You've been nicked, and now what do you do? I'm going to town. To Pound Town. I am going to full attack. Oh shit, here it comes. Two misses. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Alright, good start. That's not a miss. That one oh. is. That one is. But give me the damage on that first one. Kill him. That's not bad. Eleven so, damage. what does it look like as this uh, as this fucking Aeon guard dies? He goes for a couple uh, they goes for a couple quick jabs and just stabs the corpse. That's why the second one's a miss. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's like a it's six, already six, dead. Real fast. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, as as, uh, as they fire dead. wide. Yeah, <laughs> as it fires wide, so it, it all happens really fast. Like, uh, they go to fire at you, you swing out to stab, and that shot fires off, and you miss with your attack of opportunity, and it nicks your shoulder, and then you come in again real fast, which is like, whap, whap, real fast, and just the first one, just all three... Uh, tines of this thing just penetrate their chest and they're just like and like as they kind of slump back as the second one comes in and just kind of hits air because they're already falling backwards dead and they fall upon the ground as crimson seeps upon the floor awakening an eldritch aura Wah! okay that doesn't happen I'll put the big cannon away for now okay that's it Cool, cool, cool. Oh, no, wait, Which no, I can't. Because I did a full action. Never mind. That's right, you did do a full action. <laughs> so, which brings us back to Sharu and kind of looks around and she's like, I didn't need them anyways. And <laughs> is going to take a full attack at Eddie. Well, uh, bodyguard. I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, probably not going to matter. Oh my god. Uh, 25 to hit, even with bodyguard, it takes us down to a 22. Or a 23. Yeah, 23 will hit. Yep. Intervene. Oh uh, intervene. Jason Allen is damaged by an attack. You can take half the attack's damage with your ally taking the remaining damage. This doesn't prevent your ally from suffering related effects, nor does it cause such effects to apply to you if you have the bodyguard feet and you take a reaction to apply this benefit touch to that, Jason. Uh, okay, so that's you could do that for free. Gotcha, that's right. I always remember that. Gotta remember yep. that. And so sweet. Yep, and that one hits. Reactions. Gotcha. But I think he's still on the same turn, technically. So, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because you technically didn't rest, so I don't know if you get the... Uh... It hasn't come back to his turn, but he does have two reactions, so he's still able to try. Oh, is it two reactions a turn? Yeah. Oh, nice. That's fucking awesome. I guess that makes sense. I'm thinking, like, I thought I was like, oh, no, you probably have to rest to get a second reaction back. Like, so oh, you no, can bodyguard just... again, correct? Yes, every turn. Wow. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So It's his thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. That's, oh, it's fucking awesome. I love it. Um, but here comes the second attack, so let's see if I can murder you. <laughs> Is it when it comes back to his turn that he gets another bodyguard? I would imagine I that's that if you use up both of them... Yeah, I would. Yeah, because if it doesn't come back to his turn, mm -hmm. he doesn't have another reaction to stop. Exactly, this you get one. two until your turn again. Yes. So thirteen. No. No, nice. So yeah, he gets. Uh, they get you good with that first swing to come in and like sink, and then try to swing again, but uh, but you you parry out of the way. Yeah, I mean the first one was just stamina, so he like manages to dodge it, but barely. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Get your shirt or something like that as you yeah. like kind of jump back. The screen took half that. Yeah, so. yeah, I took. I only yeah. took half. Yep, seven and seven. Got me open like seven eleven. It's my favorite coat. Yeah, screen just like tried to like knock it out of the way, so it just got the coat instead of hitting Eddie. Nice. Like, why won't you die? Then he was spinning around, so he missed the second one. Uh, Oris, your turn. 
Okay, I think he's waiting around the corner with the overcharge ready. Gonna yep. try not to miss this time. Shoot them! Learn a new move, bro. <laughs> God. Oh my, oh my God! Our rolls nice. are so bad. He's talking shit, and you lose. Uh, I, I wasn't talking shit. <laughs> yeah. hey, you were the one talking shit. <laughs> so I said, I'm talking oh. shit, and you lose. Yay! That's how powerful oh, I am. Oh no, he That's unlocked a new superpower. Exactly. I am the ginger on this side of the table. I talk shit, and you guys can't hit nothing. Talk shit and can't hit. Bam! Sorry. I'm getting excited. <laughs> so, which brings us to Ginger. Ginger, what are you doing now, you little silly goose? <laughs> as soon as I see the corpse poking out from behind the distant desk... Oh. Well, I warned them. Look, uh, honey... And I'm gonna point to Sharu like I've forgotten her name. Nice. Uh, I would suggest... At least, like, miming what your your two compatriots there are doing. Like, I know that they're really, really kind of dead. But you could still live if you just drop your weapons and give up now. And I'm going to roll another uh, dispiriting taunt. Okay. Uh, so, intimidation. Fingers crossed it. we do okay this time. There it is. <laughs> 24. Um, uh, yeah, that's enough. Okay, so, uh, they are now off stuff. target. Off target, and off target is... Uh, a lot of negatives. <laughs> no, I think it's off... Shaken is what they have. Fail. It's oh, shaken fail. Oh, they're shaken then. That's a negative two to everything. Uh, oh, much. if you succeed, shaken. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I understand. I, yeah, we were reading that wrong. But either way, it didn't really affect anything. Every time you did that to somebody, either... People roll way shitty or super fucking okay. hard, so. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna waggle my fingers at her and like, okay, uh, think about it, bye. And I'm gonna disappear around the corner again. The Dex Phallus family will never surrender. You should. Oh my god, what a tragedy! And that's the end of my turn. <laughs> Which brings us to Scree. Scree, what you doing? Scree is uh, kind of like mimicking Ginger. <laughs> And then he's going to come around and try and, like, suck Sharu in the face with his foot. Nice. <laughs> Just, like, swinging up his leg anyway. Still spinning? Ah. Yep. I love it. Slower this time. Slower losing momentum? I love it. That's it. <laughs> oh, my there God. There we go. Natty 18. I was waiting As for that shit to land. down. There you go. That's the only problem. You were just, you were just going too wild. You are just too much chaos. It was just going crazy. Nine, nine damage, nice. Well, with his foot. Okay, so Shar is starting to look like uh, they're taking some wear and tear now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you're doing? Yeah, as he as he's like keeps spinning around, he's gonna like turn his butt to her. <laughs> as it comes to rest, she's just like, <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, that uh, brings us to Eddie. Okay. Yeah, he's going to keep trying to kind of be tricky with that knife. Okay, I can dig it. So, so far, it's been working well. Damn, dude, you're fucking killing those <laughs> trick attacks. So they're uh, flat-footed. Okay, I like it. What's the trick this time that uh, they do after the, the knife drop thing? Um, I, I'm, I'm struggling. Let's <laughs> say just keep being all tricky. Um... A little flourish with the knife. Yeah. yeah, I think that he'll keep it simple. Yeah. Just kind of go for a stab, then flourish it into a slash. Nice. I like it. Nice, simple. Makes sense. You did something real tricky the first time. Yeah. Uh, for it to it. turn around. Yep. That is not going to cut it. Um, let me make sure. Uh, nope. Nope. That is not going to fly. So unfortunately, that one is a miss with a twelve. Can't win them all. Nope. Round five. Fight. Uh, Sadoon. All right. I'm hopping up on the console. I like it. Give me an acrobatics check, DC 35. Okay. <laughs> Kidding. And I can only stab once because I moved. But I'm flanking with Eddie right now. I swore, doesn't hit and run give you the ability also to like move up to full distance and still do a full attack? No. I'm, I'm not there yet. Anyway. Oh, is it like a later ability or something? I think so. I Turns swore out I didn't have they... to lobby to use 
sleight of hand for trick attack. I, guess I thought it. it was there. It just seemed like I was like, if it's not an ability, it should be. So I'm fine with it. Like, yep. Just... Of all of them, that one makes the most sense to me. Oh! oh! That's what I'm talking about. There it is. Okay. There it is. Give me that damage. Oh, my body. It's so ready. This could be a <laughs> this could be a juicy one. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh, my fucking oh, oh dear lord. No. Max damage. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Oh my Double god. Fucking eights. That was fucking disgusting. What weapon was that? That was the white fire. Yeah. Yep. You okay, tell me what it looks like when you murder oh Sharu with an Aslanti spear. So, Sadoon hops up onto the console, spins it around so that the, the tines of the trident are down, and brings it down on her neck. Nice. Oh, man. <laughs> and he squints his blood sprays on his face. So, you know what? Fuck it. I think we're going to do it. It's a perfect timing. So, as you take this trident... And you come down and you friggin' just impale her in the neck. Just drive her to the ground. And as you come down, you like drop down to a knee as you just stab her into the ground and just pin her to the floor. All of a sudden, there's this hard cut. Like the camera just like cuts hard. And we're in what seems to be like a hold of a ship. You see these colorful banners draped all around this room, giving a look of like a grand hall. Though the room would normally be lit by more contemporary means, like normally, the only sources of light are these ring of torches surrounding this decorative threaded mat. And before the mat stands this elder female Kasatha looking down upon an adolescent, kneeling with their head down. A throng of these four-armed, masked humanoids sway back and forth, chanting softly this strange, harmonious hum. The matriarch looks from the adolescent up to the crowd, addressing them in a stoic yet melodic voice. They ring out, Today is a day of honor. My! And you hear this, like, and the, the, the sound almost starts to muffle as they go to address this kneeling Kasatha. And as they say this, the camera starts to blur everything besides this kneeling Kasatha with their head down. The camera pivots around the kneeling one as the elder's voice continues to drone on in this strange, gargled amalgamation of their voice. The image snaps back into focus as the elder rests a hand on the kneeling one's head. The camera finally settles in front of the kneeling Kasatha as their head rises. And you see a young masked face of the one that you know as Sadun. Your time has come, and the tempering is upon you. Go forth and bring honor to your family, my. And before they can say the words, all of a sudden Sadun's face is just suddenly struck from the side, and their head snaps. And as it returns back into frame, the background has changed, as well as the lighting. Now we see this darkly lit subway has taken the hall's place and a sickly green light from a nearby neon sign gleams off Sadun's skin as a trickle of purplish blood seeps from a head wound. They're now bruised and battered, eyes reflecting back a look of desperation and pain. The camera pulls back and orbits Sadun. Surrounded on all sides are thugs and miscreants of different races. It's standing directly in front of Sadun is this odd-looking humanoid. It stands nearly seven feet tall with strangely elongated limbs, arms reaching down past their knees. The arms are gangly but strong. You see these muscles seemingly undulating underneath skin pulled uncomfortably taut. Its face is twisted in this horrific smile, like stretched wider than what should be possible, like something out of a monster movie. Stained, misaligned teeth, as well as spherical, pure crimson eyes add to the look of insanity of this creature. Those familiar with this race might know them as the Brockham. Brakim. Sadun says something to the man in a pleading tone. Please, give it back. The large, spindly creature steps forward, holding out this ornate sword against their shoulder in a voice that seems foreign to the creature. It says mockingly in this high-pitched tone, He fucked up, kid. You owe us big. 
It regards the sword, pulling it from its sheath and admiring the blade. You see this ornate Kasathan weapon that just beautiful in design. You know, I think I'll take this for my troubles. It says, tapping the sword against his shoulder before turning to leave. The crowd of thugs parting to make way for the strange creature. Sadun tries to protest, but their words are cut short by another strike across the face from a third fist. Two thugs begin to pummel Sadun as they struggle to deflect blows as best they can from the kneeling position. The majority of the gang is now gone, and only a handful of brutes remain. Then, the moment happens. The opening Sadun was looking for. A large android with a purple mohawk gets in close to try to intimidate Sadun. In his hands is a large maul-like hammer. As it slides the head of the hammer under Sadun's chin and raises their face to be even with his own, but Sadun cocks their head back and headbutts them, sending them sprawling to the floor, hammer clattering away. Sadun immediately leaps out, tripping a vesk that tries to restrain them, striking it in the throat as it slams to the concrete. In a flash, Sadun is up, angry, spinning out and defending himself despite their injuries. They can feel one of their arms are broken, but three will have to do. The tide begins to turn, dropping in Ahsoki as it slashes at them with a knife, parrying and striking the creature at the base of the skull. They might actually win this if they can just hold out. That is, until a shot rings out, and Sadun feels an excruciating pain in their shoulder, dropping to a knee. With two arms out of commission, Sadun turns to see the android, its face chipped and cracked, exposing metal and circuitry behind, pistol leveled at their head. A sneer on their face. However... That sneer turns to shock and horror as a small blade sprouts from its neck and an orangish fluid runs down the new hole. Guttering and choking on inorganic fluids, the android drops and slumps to the ground, revealing a second android standing over its body, red-skinned and hair nearly glowing from its snow-like hue. We see the face you all know well, Sedona 17, standing in all her glory dressed in a black skin-tight flight suit and draped in a high-collared pristine sky-blue long coat. The red-skinned android gives a wink and kicks the vacant hammer towards Sadun as a shimmer coalesces over her, disappearing from sight. From seemingly nowhere, the words, Go get him, tiger, echoes from the subway walls. With renewed vigor, Sadun scoops up the battle hammer and in a single spinning motion strikes two of the three remaining assailants across the jaw in a sickening crunch. The last thug, a large wolf-like humanoid, fumbles for a scattergun, but Sadun closes the distance quickly and in a monstrous swing, the thug's spark is extinguished. A similar shimmer appears from behind Sadun as they whip around with the hammer, stopping just inches from the beautiful red smiling face. There's an awkward moment that they just stand there, frozen. The warrior ready to destroy, and the operative smirking as always. Finally, the silence is broken by the red-tinted woman. So, uh, you must be... And then you get that same... You look like you could use a hot meal, a shower, and... Maybe some patching up. Not specifically in that order, she says with a smile. Come with me. I know a guy. Almost as odd as you. He can get you fixed up good as new. That's... That's not who I am. Oh? Then... Who are you? I am Sadoon. First of my name. Hard cut to black. And back to the bridge of the Royal Venture... As Sadoon rises. Well, shit. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got a little. He's gonna wipe some of the blood from his face. That's why I'm glad I wear a mask uh, all the time. It's uh, it's pretty handy. And cover up this pretty face. No thanks. He kind of tap. He kind of like pushes Sharu with his foot. <laughs> yeah, that ended pretty quickly. Or is he gonna spin around the corner with his gun ready to fire again? And be like, uh, uh. Whoa. <laughs> we got her. It's fine. <laughs> they got her. <laughs> She's just going to poke her head in around Oris. Oh. Yeah, I told her it was going to go badly. Yep. They never seem to listen, though, do they? Scree's going to stumble off the chair and just kind of like... <laughs> Hold like on a second. Hold on a second. Stumble. I have a bit of a theory, and I'm going to cross the room from where we entered all the way on like the north uh, western end. I'm gonna open open the door to the south. Yep. Is it the hallway that Sudun and I were in earlier? Absolutely. You guys were perched precariously on ruin. 
with everybody gone and that fucking door had opened, you guys were gonna be in so much trouble. I was just sitting here like <laughs> quiet, just like open the door. I dare you to open that goddamn door. Sadoon. <laughs> don't don't tell me. No, I don't wanna hear it. We almost fucked up. <laughs> no. I was standing at the other side of that door in the middle, wanting to open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so was Scree was at that point right there too. At one point, yeah, you guys are all over the place. I was waiting for it. For absolutely no reason, I want to kick that katana up and into in, into my hand. Using for kick no it up. Reason, he says it would absolutely, dope. absolutely, fuck yeah. So, <laughs> twenty-two. Fuck yeah, absolutely acrobatics. You fucking get your foot underneath it, and sink, kick it right up, snag it out of midair, and in your hands is a weapon. Which you wouldn't know the name of it, because you can name it whatever the fuck you want, because she didn't say it out loud. But in Islanti, it's known as the Inevitable Downfall. And it is a called, dispelling, carbon steel curve blade. He's going to look at it for a minute, and then toss it to Sadoon. There you go, champ. A curve blade? Yeah, yeah curve blade. Carbon steel curve blade. A little too big for my taste. How am I supposed to hold all these weapons? <laughs> In your plethora of arms. Hey, you got four arms for a reason. I, you just need lots of um, sheaths. Trust me, if I could use a katana as an operative weapon, I would in a heartbeat. <laughs> but I can't. Just snap the end off. <laughs> so uh, I think Sadoon will get much more use out of it. Oh yeah, two-handed but, melee strength, D10. Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. it's a D10. Yeah, it is a D10. But he is going to search her. Okay, so as you search through, mm. you don't get a plus 11 with that. Oh, you come on. Stats and shit. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, you got to be getting pretty close to that. I mean, you got to have like a plus 7 or 8, right? I got like a plus nowadays. 5. That's it with your your thing? Okay. Well, the, the damage is it. where it gets ridiculous. Yeah, well, <laughs> as we noticed, we so, have 28 damage. Yep, that thing hits pretty fucking hard. Yeah, she that what was it? That was the oh, I'm sorry, plus eleven was the damage formula, and the two hit was uh was plus twelve. Yep, there it is. Attack roll bonus plus twelve. So yeah, both those go away, um, and you can do your your pluses to go along with it. Um, now on Charu, you find a uh, AG Trooper battle dress. Okay. And in the meantime, I'll list all the stuff too. But in the meantime, if uh, Oris wants to give me a engineering check on it, I can give you maybe some little bit of information on it. Um, you also find the inevitable downfall, which is a called dispelling carbon steel curve blade. Called just like your knife allows you to summon it to your hand. And dispelling means if you get a critical on it, you can essentially like cancel spells and shit. It's like casting dispel. A AG assault rifle, uh, another motion detection badge, and then two data pads. One, the Perept Amiandria's data pad and Charu's data pad. He looks pretty disinterested in the rest of the shit and just takes mm -hmm. the data pads. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That armor's way too heavy. Oh, yeah, that's I think that's a heavy. But pretty uh, sweet. It is a pretty sweet armor. Which is a shame, because I don't think any of you wear heavy armor, do you? I mean, I don't know. I certainly don't. I, I don't even think Sadoon does, because I think his hit-and-run style like has to have like lighter... I got right? an armor proficiency in heavy. Yeah, there oh. you go. Just be a fucking tank in the back. One of the feats I picked up <laughs> gives me plus 10 movement when I have light armor. So with that uh, engineering on the battle dress, you see that it also has um, attached to it a clear spindle Aeon Throne. Aeon Stone. We found the Aeon Throne. Aeon Stone. The Aeon Throne. Uh, did I say Throne? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, my bad. Yeah, so, no, it's you guys, you beat the game. You wow, found the Aeon really, Throne. That's pretty small. <coughs> Man, um, what a nice fun so, adventure. Yeah. A, uh, a clear spindle Aeon Throne, which is a... Um, the clear because <laughs> that makes it to where you don't have to eat or drink. Yep, anybody who wears the armor does not have to eat or drink. And a targeting computer. And a targeting computer. Yep. Yep. Targeting computer. Uh, a creature can personalize armor by purchasing da 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 da. Targeting computer helps you compensate for poor visibility. Ignore uh, concealment on attacks you make. This uh, doesn't have any effect against target with total concealment. 
Uh, but yeah, then the AG Assault Rifle, another motion detection badge, just like the one you guys have. And then, like I said, the two data pads. So, so uh, you find on Sharu an ancient data pad that seems to be still working. So if you guys want to go ahead and try to uh, open it, it does seem to be locked, though. So, I mean, yeah, I'll give it a try. Okay. I'm gonna roll computers. Ah, uh, yes. Twenty-two. Okay. Unfortunately, that it uh, as you go ahead and you're like tink 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 tink, it's like bam bam, and like it says error and doesn't allow you to do anything. He just kind of goes and then tosses it to Horus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give it a roll. Yeah. Oh my nope. god. That's what I was looking for. Okay, so as you get it, you're like, ding, 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 and it goes, eh, 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 and then all of a sudden it starts to vibrate, and you feel like a shock come out and hit you, and you feel like shit. Like all of a sudden you don't feel well and almost sick to your stomach, and then all of a sudden you feel hungry like starving like you have to eat immediately uh, and now you have that oh. the victim treats every four hours as a day for starvation and thirst and is immune to effects that prevent the need for sustenance or that remove starvation or thirst mm. Ooh. you now have the curse of the ravenous glad I didn't try it again thanks horse <laughs> that was if you failed by five or more. Oh, okay. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, so I, could, so I couldn't even use my computer to help okay? me. What's that? I couldn't even use my computer to help me, the memory module. Oh, goddammit. Yeah, you could. Go ahead, reroll. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't oh. used it today, so yes, you could. Come I on. mean, if he rolls, if he rolls low. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I still have a chance. Yep, there we go. No, goddammit. Yes. Yeah, actually, okay, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I forgot I had that. Suck yes, it. I, I went to a panic. <laughs> that is very much a second. So, switch. <laughs> We're going to rewind that. Um, so you don't feel sick. You don't have the curse of the Ravenant. Instead, um, you hack into the computer and it's like, and it opens up for you. Um, <laughs> I'm all sweaty. I'm panic. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that would have been so much fun. Uh, the So... Uh, as you open it up, you find in all in his lanty, um, you find that it is a, uh, it belonged to a person known as the uh, Perept Amiandria. And as you go through it, you find that this person was the captain of the Royal Venture and was some sort of nobility among the Aslanti Empire. Uh, it recounts the details of how they were tasked with the testing of this strange new technology known as the Rune Drive. And it would be for the glory of the Aeon Throne for them to actually test this out. It was it was a high honor for them. I mean, what isn't? Am I right? Yeah, exactly. But then you read that, because it's essentially just like a captain's log thing. You read about how they got out into space. They took off and on their, their maiden voyage, they activated the rune drive. And it did exactly what it was supposed to do. But there was a malfunction in the navigation not in the rune drive itself. And instead of appearing in orbit in the system that they were in, they warped straight into atmosphere just before striking a mountain at, like, max speed. Almost the entire crew was killed, and a group of them were turned into these, like, strange zombies. Any of them that were near the uh, Techno Magic Lab were transformed due to some of the, like, experiments they were doing down there. The few survivors that were left sealed the ravenous creatures up in, in the lab, but food was running short, so they decided to leave the ship and look for a way to survive. Uh, the data pad ends there, as if the group never returned to the Royal Venture. Uh, but there are notations made about what mistakes were made in the initial navigation testing and how to fix them. And also, there's mention just before they left that if they felt they could get the, the drive online, that... The concepts that they use for it, uh, they possibly could have returned back home with the with the rune drive. Now they don't really go into detail how they would have returned to home, whether they feel they'd have been teleported or through its power they could have fixed the ship or you know something along those lines. They just say that that was their their running uh, 
they're running Hypothesis. But then no one ever returned, and that was like a thousand years ago. <laughs> now the other one. The suck. <laughs> the other data pad, though, uh, Eddie. Um, when you open that one up, it is completely unlocked as if she was just using it before you guys started your little brawl or just before. So um, that one's, yep. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> unlocked is still functioning. Uh, most of the files seem to be very innocuous, just uh, schedules for training, roster information for cadets. Not much uh, cat use. videos. Yes. Um, not much use now uh, that all of them are dead. Because essentially uh, they're all dead and or that or naked in a jungle somewhere. However, there is one message that catches your interest. Uh, the message is from and to a name that you heard Olaraja in her record or in their recording. Um, a Sardat Zolan Ulavestra, and it reads, Lieutenant Sharu, uh, we have received both he's the robot. This out loud, by the way. Okay, he's reading it out loud. Oh, here, fuck it. You read it out loud then. <laughs> No, it's perfect. I actually like that a lot. So, um, I'll do your job for you. It works good for this. So there you go. Lieutenant Sharu, we have received both the robot and the rune drive. I will personally deliver them to Gulta myself back in Islanti borders. I believe there are still secrets to be pulled from this android. He does air quotes. In the meantime, keep this information between the two of us. I wish to make sure this piece of technology is genuine before presenting my findings to the throne. I have several labs on the prison colony that will assuredly be able to discreetly suss out the truth of the rune drive. You have delivered unto me a great boon. The Olavestra family will not soon forget what the Dex Vallis have done for them. You have my thanks. Finish up on Nakondas, then come home a hero. Glory to the Aeon Throne. Sardar Zolan Lu... Was it? That's what the Ulavestra fucking fixed it. Ulavestra. Ulavestra, sorry. It, 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 like, I don't know what the fuck it did. I must have typed out, but it's Ulavestra. And the second part is there as well? That, yeah, that's the response from Sharu back to Zolan. My liege. Glory to the Aeon Throne. I hope my services have been of use to one such as yourself, and it is my honor and the honor of the Dex Vallis to serve you in this endeavor. I will personally finish the subjugation of Nakondas and return back to Aslanti space post-haste. I may be out of line, but would you be willing to forward news of my service to my grandfather? I aim to make him proud, and I believe this honor would fill him with pride. Glory to the Aeon Throne. And it's signed Sharu Dex Vallis. Man. Damn. <laughs> like, it's one thing to know that, like, the people you're killing might have families. It's another thing to be like, oh, Grandpa, I hope you're going to be proud of me. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> like, this is why I don't, don't use weapons. But, you know, not to shame you guys for, you know, doing your thing. Well, you know. They started it. Oh yeah, totally. They're all kind of dicks. You finished it. Good job. Technically, Sadoon finished it. I think Sadoon is just in the background, like, getting the feel for the sword. This thing feels a lot bigger than I think we know. Unfortunately, I'm not sure if this is the last we're going to see of the Islanti. No, I don't think so. Especially, you know, that android. And she air quotes to, to mimic Eddie. Uh, seems kind of important, don't you think? We gotta go save her. Yeah, we kind of owe her. Yeah. Then he'll nod. Give me a culture check, all of you. Or anybody who has the training in it. I think it's a training skill. Culture! Nope. Be your girl. I rolled a one. Oh, no, that was Horus. I rolled a ten for a nineteen. Okay, thank God. I like how everyone has culture, except for Scree. So, Ginger... You've actually heard the name Galta before, and the little nods to it, kind of talking about the fact that it's a prison colony, kind of sparks it in your head. And even though you know, you know a little bit of the Aslanti Empire, you know a bit about them, 
that speaks out to you. That would be like, that place is like Alcatraz for the Aslanti. Like it's that famous as like a, as a, as a prison colony. And also known very well or rumored to be where they experiment, do lots of like fucked up experiments on their, their inmates. I think she doesn't say it out loud quite yet, but she just has this kind of like disgusted and worried look on her face. And he's just kind of staring at her since she's right next to him. Oh, sorry. No, I was just like imagining what she's going to go through and like, I really don't want to. Um, But yeah, we got to go get her. Gulta's, uh, I don't necessarily want to say a shitty place because I feel like there's a stronger word for it. Stronger word than shitty, huh? Yeah. Like, experimentation, you know, it's a prison planet. Imagine, like, your worst nightmare, but then, like, somebody's also sticking a probe up your butt. Conflicted. Scree's imagining having a... He's obviously uh, joking. Scree's imagining having a shower with straight teeth. That's his worst nightmare. Scree just shudders. (laughs) no i mean it doesn't matter where she is um we gotta get her you think you you would go to like the ends of the galaxy for this person yeah yeah i guess so Uh, i owe her my life i can't just no i owe her a lot too but it's like that's just like really noble and we do not really seem the type so kind of took me off guard ngl (laughs) <laughs> can eddie translate he's basically reminding eddie of the time uh she helped them yeah i know look i don't know she helped us out of a tight spot it's only fitting that we do the same so <laughs> me and scree we're in Sadoon's in the rest of you gotta make a choice in or out well, I wouldn't be here without her, so count me in. Honestly, I think you'd probably get yourselves killed without me. And, you know, I'm small. I can fit into tight places. I'm not, like, scree, but <laughs> same level. Well, that's good. We need you. I'll kind of grip your shoulder for a second. Seems like we're all on the same page. I'm going to place my hand over Eddie's for a moment, and then I'm going to pluck it off my shoulder, <laughs> and I'm going to deposit it by his side, but I am going to give it a little pat. <laughs> He'll just smile. Well, careful, you're gonna mess with the hair if you do that. That would be a disaster. I don't know. You have no idea. Like, I, I work really hard to maintain my appearance. Looks Scree like holds up the, the pipe that he threw. Well, at least you'll look your best for the rescue mission. Did you find it, Scree? <laughs> and he's gonna go back to chewing on it. Well, let's not waste any time. I think Sadoon's gonna carry uh, Sharu's body out unceremoniously, like dragging nice. by the collar. Cool. So you guys uh, heading out? Yep. Mm-hmm. Grabbing the mirror. Okay. So put you all together. So I can grab you real fast and just kind of move you. Where I move, move us. I'm gonna move you. Move us so... to a different side of the map. Yep. Whee! So you guys fly through the map like a like a like unicorns in in upon the, the sky. Unicorns don't Scree fly, standing dummy. On the in my fucking world, they do. I'm a GM. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I think Scree should be the GM. A Scree M. A Scree M. Yep. I would uh, absolutely allow Scree to take. What would that? It'd actually be really funny if you let Scree do it because <laughs> if it was actually as Scree, because we'd play the whole game as her just being. And we're like, no shit, huh? I just well, have we, to like. If we play a game <laughs> of, of uh, Star Founder on the Good Vibrations, Scree's the GM. That is awesome. Eddie has to translate <laughs> everything and then turn like lies to get his uh his uh like make sure it's like he says uh, they didn't attack me, only you guys. <laughs> Scree says <laughs> we're all dead again. <laughs> oh man, natural twenty. But uh, but yeah, so. As you guys exit the ship, almost as soon as you touch ground, all of a sudden, Eddie, your communicator lights up. Go for Eddie. So as soon as you say that, you hear Ibretta's voice come over. She goes, hey, y'all, 
I don't know how quick you can get back here, but we just picked up on radar the same transport ship that brought all these assholes here in the first place. It's it's back and it's not alone. And they sent some kind of goddamn signal and the cannons are shut down. Jellic and I are working on it, but we're trying to get them back up. But the, the, the colony's defenseless. He's kind of looking at everyone. I, I imagine it's on like a speaker. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. So as she just says that, you see the camera like pull up from you guys. And it just flies aerial, kind of uh, like of the group looking down on them. And it's close at first, then it pulls back slowly, and it picks up speed as uh, at first we see the jungle, then the blanket of fog rolling across the planet of Nakondis, and then you see this large ship moving westward towards Madeline Landing, flanked by these smaller ships. Uh, but the camera doesn't stop there. It continues upward until finally breaking atmosphere. Further and further, further back, it passes and then finally passes through the viewport of a starship overlooking the glowing ball of gray and green. The camera finally comes to rest over the shoulder of this middle-aged man, his long black hair peppered with white as he stands resolute, hands clasped behind his back, looking onward towards the planet. Through the comms and on a view screen, you see the last moments of Sharu play out and in a loudspeaker, essentially them calling for the Dex Vallis and fighting to, for the glory of the Aeon Throne and then being struck down by Sadun. You see him shake his head in annoyance and with a wave of his hand, the crew amongst the bridge come alive and through the viewport, you see the planet start to drift to the left as the ship comes about. The stoic nobleman dressed in a deep regal purple officer's uniform with a shoulder cape off his left side turns to his right and looks upon a familiar face. A red-hued, white-haired android Though in shackles, her demeanor is defiant as ever. A slight smirk on her face as the last hopeless words of Lieutenant Sharu play from the intercom. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Should, should you go check on them? The man lets out a huff, silently turns and leaves the bridge, signaling for two soldiers to escort Sedona along with them. As they all exit the bridge, they see a rift open ahead of the ship just outside the viewport as the room is cast into this dark, roiling, violet energy of the drift. A short trip down a utilitarian hallway, they arrive at what looks like a captain's quarters. It's not as opulent as the one on the Royal Venture, but it's well furnished. Uh, he takes a seat behind this finely crafted wooden desk, well organized and fastidious, with uh, a Newton's cradle clicking back and forth uh, like a metronome. We finally hear him speak as he dismisses the two guards. Leave us, he says in a composed tone. The guards shuffle leaving the prisoner alone with the Sardat. You will tell me of the interlopers upon the planet, as he says, removing a pair of gloves, depositing them into a desk drawer before resting his elbows on the table, steepling his fingers in front of his face, his deep brown eyes piercing through Sedona. She smirks again. Oh, them? Uh, they're just a flake, a bimbo, a confused kid. A lost bird and a chaotic little rugrat. Nothing that the Atlante Empire should have trouble with. Oh, wait. And her smile broadens. And then Zolan, you see his, his eyes furrow a little bit and he goes, You think you're pretty cute, don't you, robot? Bitch, I'm adorable. Sedona's eyes flash with this brilliant defiance as her words drip with venom. Zolan's face actually softens as he returns the smirk towards your old friend. No worries. We'll get everything we need to know from you once we crack that head open and disassemble you. But in the meantime, I'll make sure we reserve a special place for you at Galta. Letting that last word linger in the air. Sedona's eyes narrow, and that smirk seems almost devilish. She quickly lunges forward, and with a flash of his hand, Sardat summons a blade of spectral green energy, bringing it to rest under Sedona's chin. Ah, 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 little robot, he says with a smile. So, Golta's reputation precedes it, even your little speck of space. His smile broadens, knowing he struck a nerve. Sedona pulls short and tilts her head back instinctively as the blade grazes her neck. Interesting, she says, eyeing the glowing blade as it casts a ghostly aura across her face. He preens slightly. Ah, yes, in recent years, my, the universe has blessed me with insurmountable power. And she rolls her eyes so fucking hard. And in the just most overly dramatic fashion and cuts him off. Stop. Stop. 
I've literally seen children manifest those abilities. You're special, but not that special. We see his lips tremble in anger. The room starts to darken, and the floors and the walls begin to shake. That Newton's cradle clacking stops, and small balls start to pull towards the Sardat as a pen rolls across the table towards him and clatters across the floor. At the commotion, the guards burst in. Sir, everything all right? The fury leaves Zolan's face, and the pressure of the room seems to immediately dissipate as the balls in the Newton cradle swing wildly in unison. The Sardak gives a heavy huff and waves his hand dismissively towards the guards and to take the prisoner. The guards move forward and grasp her arms, Sedona not giving them the satisfaction, pulls her arms from their grasp, fixes her hair with shackled hands, then walks herself out, head held high, smirk still upon her lips. As the door shuts and Zolan Ulavestra is left alone and he sighs audibly while fidgeting slightly as he sits for a moment in silence. Eventually, he touches a button on his desk and a holographic screen appears like a monitor before him. In the corner of the translucent screen, a small red icon is flashing with the name Evandrian Dexvalis upon it. Zolan's eyes widen at first, then close tightly as he sighs again, almost wincing in pain he clicks upon the icon of the screen, and up pops this grizzled human's face. A white beard helps to cover the many scars, but they do nothing to hide the dark, lifeless eyes that stare out from the screen. Zolan, my granddaughter has been weak overdue. I need you to look into where she is. The camera then pans back from Zolan, out the window, until the whole ship is in view, sailing through the tumultuous violet sea that is the drift. Then... Hard cut to black. And you all level up. Level four! Woo! Hey! Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed, please like, follow, and leave a comment. Also, you can support us at patreon.com slash sqlrpod. You can follow us on Twitter at sqlrpod or join our Discord through our invite banner at shortquestlongrest.wordpress.com. Keep smiling. We'll see you next time, fam. Bye.